Hey, hey, everyone. It is JNA today. Are you excited? JNA. Speaking of excitement, Josie just talked to Abby for 10 minutes of all the things that she's excited about. And then she pressed the play. She's like, I'm just so excited. So excited. Life is so good. Huh? Uh, uh, uh. So good. Oh, oh, bad. It is so important to remind ourselves of how life is precious. Really is. And just waking up every day with our breath. Yes, I always say that. Um, I've been really approaching life in this way. It's like it's a it's effort every day. You have to like remind yourself, you know, just yesterday I had like two, like, I want to say hard conversations where we spoke about, I spoke to two different people about people they've lost. So people in their lives have died. And it was like, how was that? And like, it's like not recent, but like, what was, I talked to the first one and her story was so sad. I actually, while she's talking to me, I'm just crying. Okay. And she's like, I'm so sorry. I didn't want to make you cry this morning. And I'm like, it's okay. It's a very sad story, but it's your story. And thank you so much for sharing with me. It's just, I can't. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like hard to like not feel the, the, these emotions. She wasn't crying because she was sharing her story, but I just like couldn't. So I was just like, and I'm like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she's like, oh my God. But I'm like, oh, I mean, it's sad. Um, so then I was talking to this other girl about that story. And then she started to talk about her own story about someone that she, she lost as well. And I was like, man, these were like heavy conversations. However, so important so important. They like open up a door of, um, seeing things differently. And then you, you're more like, you know, like yesterday definitely gave an extra hug to my mom. Really love you. Thank you so much. Like, you know, if you don't have those stories, if you push them away, you never have those like moments of like, shit, I could have like given more love, more patience, more, you know, to the people that you love. It gives you perspective a little bit. Yes. And I think it's so important. Perspective is so important. I think great, like being grateful, gratitude, you need to have those hard conversations that are not fun, but they are life. Like mm -hmm. we are all dying like one day. And I think that like, it's like, oh my God, let's not talk about it. But I'm like, but it's like such a, it's actually like, um, like something as simple as like, we all sleep, we all eat, we all like, and we talk about all these things. I think it's important that we like mention it and be honest and cry when it's sad, but also like, she like turned things around. She's like, oh, well, you know, we told ourselves this. And I'm like, what a great perspective, you know? I am shocked that you want to talk about this. I'm shocked that that you feel like we need to talk more about this. Death. Talking. Just, just oh, oh, why are we not talking about that? Let's just talk about it. Let's just, why are we not talking about it? <laughs> I don't like elephants in the room. And, and sometimes I'm like, but it's so obvious. Like, why would we not, you know, why does it? And they're like, well, it's awkward. Why? Why does it have to be awkward? It doesn't have to be awkward. Society has made it awkward. Our culture has made it awkward. Oh, so we're going to no. talk about it and then we're going to reflect on it. Yes. And then we're going to implement changes. Mm. You know, we talked about that yesterday at t in our team meeting, actually, that there are two skills for you to actually change your life and to actually get success. And it's not just learning more, uh, getting more self-awareness it's are we how are we implementing this data how are we implementing this new information or this new um almost knowledge and like perspective you have this new perspective are you going to do anything with it and sometimes we do and sometimes we don't which is quite interesting in itself like why do certain humans choose to make changes after they learn or after they go through a certain experience and others do not 
so true because there's, you know, I was having conversation with someone about her spouse who went through some like health concerns and, you know, as soon as he went through them, he was like, Hey, this is it. Like, you know, I'm going to walk and eat vegetables. And then, you know, a couple months go by and it's just back to the, the regular routine. Yeah. Um, whereas someone else could have had that health concern. And that was like what they needed to kind of flick the switch. Yeah. Yes. And that's the whole conversation of like wanting desires, what we think we have access to beliefs. Like it's like very, but like, I think the first step is self-awareness of like, why am I choosing this? Like, why am I choosing to live this way or to worry about this or to be, you know, anxious about that? Um, And guys, like there are so many examples of things that like, I've like really believed in. And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh my like that's not how I live at like I can't believe that I do that now or that I that I've done that or so there's so many opportunities every single day to try something like experience something different and it can be like comfortably uncomfortable or uncomfortably comfortable um but just grab on to those opportunities and curiosity is your body's way or your mind's way to be like, hmm, if you're curious about something, that's your intuition saying like, you should try it. You should try a version of it that makes you feel comfortable, you know? So grab on to curiosity is my message right now. What, uh, what is this podcast about? I mean, this is great, but what, what are we going to, are, are <laughs> we, I can do this all day. All day, guys, we haven't recorded a podcast together in a long time. We've had a few, like we've done a few, like, uh, trips and we've had fun and we've uh worked hard we actually actually also did like the tour since then I'm pretty sure they even uh, even we did the show we did the show we did the show let's talk about the show a little bit but this podcast is about um speaking to your children about their weight and how about speaking their doctors would you allow the doctor to your family doctor, the pediatrician, whatever, to speak to your child about their weight. So that is our topic today, everyone. So if you want to have one, let's, that's on. a heavy one. Let's go back to the show. Okay. Yes. The show was incredible. The show was everything I wanted it to be. I am so excited for next year already. It's October 5th next year. And we're actually going to start selling our tickets quite earlier than um, we typically do. So just stay tuned, everyone. And just want to say thank you to anyone that came, supported us. We appreciate it so much. You know, I always have a moment where I kind of look out in that room and I'm like, these women came to see us having the best night out. And I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful as well. And I think that people need to understand that. Well, for me, it's like the, it's a, like, that's an extension of Jose's personality and love for the stage and Really? The lights and just like that night for me is like everything like and so this is my thing you guys okay when I'm 40 so in 2026 is the year I turn 40 I just do more of those things that year I just go out of my way to do more of that because like there is not like you don't even know how my heart feels when I'm like there and people are singing and laughing and crying and like that just a room full of women no at it fucking love rooms full of women. I just think that women are amazing. Huh? Like, yes, yes. I have this connection with women. And I'm like, yes, let's do you this. You have connections with people because you also really love men. I do really love men. I, yeah. And you'll speak to people of all ages. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so yeah, I want to do more of that. And, and then, so I'm planning little things like I'll do it. Like obviously we'll have the October show or September show. So fall show for sure. How long do you think we'll be able to do this? Oh God, she's planning the 2026 shows. You guys, she's planning <laughs> 2026 right now. Jeff is like, Jeff is like, how long is this going to go for? I'm like, however long they can friggin' keep coming to see me. Like, yeah. Yeah. Taylor Swift was like, I'm going to keep singing until yeah. you stop saying, okay, keep singing. And yeah. that was like her friggin' documentary of like years ago. And now she's crushing it. She's like, look crushing at me, it. like literally crushing it. Mm. Um, well, yeah. So just thank you. Thank you for letting me be me. I am a lot. I think you're amazing. I think, I think this show is the most you of everything. There was like a moment where I forget what I asked you. We were like, just let me be me. <laughs> yeah. This is me prepping her to let me be me. I'm like, just please let me be me. Okay. So I might be in the crowd and I might not follow the script, but like, this is the once a year where I can just have a microphone and just be funny and have fun and dance and sing. Oh, Man, I love it so much. But a big part of the show is making fun of you for being you. So we need you to keep being you so we can make fun of you and laugh. Yes. Okay. Perfect. Check done. I accept. Um, okay. So what basically brought this conversation on you guys is where I get my news on People Magazine. Uh, hot news. Hot topics. Um, so... I follow People Magazine and on Instagram. And this is pretty much where I get what the, um, I don't want to say important people in the world, but the celebrities and what they're doing. However, different things. So this is not celebrity related. It says, do you need to discuss your child's weight with your pediatrician? What the experts say? Mm. Yes. And I was like, oh, let's discuss this. And I just gave my opinion. And then a few people definitely, um, chimed in um so i do think that there's a little reaction um coming from people because obviously they know that i dealt with obesity as a child or as a teenager and it's like how did your parents do it and you know i said this quite clearly alicia in my stories um what my parents did in 2020 like we can't be like oh well because they did this with jose she turned out great know what I mean? Um, she lost her weight. She has a good relationship with food. She like helps people now, whatever. Oh, well then their method worked. I don't, I actually don't think honestly, even in parenthood that there's like a method that works with parenting because you're parenting a different child every single time and like different child, like the way they react, the way they take things, the way they, uh, comprehend the way they, the, their emotions, everything is so different. So like, there's not one method of parenting or this, there's no one thing that I can say. That's like, this is what you should do. You know, I, I couldn't agree more. And people, you know, people ask me as well, uh, right. uh, you know, for, um, advice. And I always preface it with like, you're the mom, like, you know, your kid best. Mm -hmm. like you know there's just because I do it this way or I speak to my kids this way or I would approach it this way is not because it's the right way like yes there is no right or wrong way I like that yeah there ever because it's not me to say that oh because I wouldn't do it that way you're wrong I'm right like I just don't like that for anything um and I do believe that if we all just 
focused more on making sure that we are connected with our best selves, like as the mom, as a human, um, and that our intentions and our tone and our environment always provides what the child needs to feel secure, loved, whatever. I think that's like, that's enough. Honestly, I truly believe that's enough. I think that sometimes we're so like invested in our opinion and our way that we think that we almost put a burden on ourselves that like, oh, and then I see these people do that. And then I'm like, fuck the other people. Like, who cares? You know, I was talking to someone who was a nurse and she's like, oh, as a nurse, I would see these, you know, I would kind of judge the parents if their kid, whatever. So like, that's for me, that's not okay. I'm like, you know, like, I think that like we, it, I never judge whatever a person's doing with their child in regards to even their weight. Or if I see something, I'm like, everyone's just doing their best. And I need to focus my energy because there's not a lot of it. I mean, maybe there is a lot of it because I have a lot of energy, but you get what I mean? Energy and time in myself, in my environment with my, like, I don't have any, even if I have an opinion, like I have no right to like say what my opinion is or in regards to how you raise your child. Like, I think that's really another important message here. Yeah. You do you. And when you judge someone else, you're actually sending yourself that message that there is a right and a wrong way. And so that will bleed into your own life. Like if you judge others, you will judge yourself. Yeah. And so one of the easiest things you can do to kind of like relieve that is to stop judging others, which is actually not easy. And we talked about the same thing when it was like, um, talking shit about your own body. And it's like, step one is to stop talking shit about other people's bodies then you can work on your own because that will bleed in. So really realizing that when you're judging other people, the way they're parenting, that will eventually, you will also start judging your own parenting. You will feel guilt and shame about choices you are making that maybe aren't traditionally or what society would deem as like the right choice. One million percent. Yeah. Okay. So let's go to the question, I guess. Would you allow the doctor, the pediatrician to speak to your child about their weight? If we were to just like, that is the question. What would you answer to that? I'm going to say no right away. Same. I'm, I'm no, I'm no as well. So, uh, maybe it's my control. I mean, Maybe, maybe it is. Yeah. I think would I ever ask the support of a pediatrician about my child's weight, maybe, but it would be like me that was like, I need this or I would like that. I I'm need the support, not my child. Yeah. Yes. One million percent. So we're on the same page. I think that also like the pediatrician, the doctor, like, and also like people are like, they need to be recommended to blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, how long is this going to take? Like for you to see a child psychologist and then like for you to have an appointment to to see these people and then for them to actually create change in their lives like that is like massive no this shit takes time so I think that the biggest bang for your buck is for you to educate yourself to work on yourself to model to practice what you're about to preach your kids I think that like sometimes we say things to our children but then uh, if we really think about we wouldn't like we don't really behave in that way so like, who am I to say that Dia should do her bed when I don't do my bed? You know what I mean? So like, I think it's really important to check, check in with yourself and then also not think just like you judging another family or another mom, don't judge your kid for how they behave because you wouldn't behave that way. Cause then you're still saying I'm right. You're wrong. 
I'm better, my way's best, blah, blah, blah. I think it's just, we really need to, I'm modeling the way it makes me feel the way I show up. And some people are really bothered by their friends, their spouse, their children, their parents, whatever, on what they're doing and how they're eating. And they're like, what do I say? Nothing. You say nothing. That is none of your business. Like, that's yeah. really how I feel. I'm like, just you show up because yeah. life is about you. And it, my life is about you. And it's hard enough to just deal with your own, let alone. Dude, ma. It is not your job to be in charge of everyone else. But as a mother, it is your, your job. job. Yeah, you're right. It and is I think responsibility. Yeah. Want to. I think when it comes to, you know, kids and their weight, I think one thing, I mean, just kids in general, for me, top priority is that my children feel comfortable having conversations with me. Yeah, of course. That's the environment that I want to facilitate that if they are feeling a certain way, they can come to me and know that I won't judge them. I won't tell them that those emotions are not valid. Like yeah. I really want to create that safe place because if your child is struggling, we want them to have those conversations with us. Exactly. And okay. So where I was going with the doctor is that first of all, your doctor sees, doesn't know your child. So like for them to have a conversation about their weight, like, it's just like, it's such a stranger. It's a stranger pretty much judging or giving a negative. It's a negative vibe. Um, I think tone environment intention um, is so important when having that conversation. And I really think it should be at one point, the child that brings up, or you can tell, like, sometimes they're like, I know it bothers them. I'm like, did they tell you? Or it bothers you? Like, you know what I mean? Like, did they tell you? Like, hello, mom, I'm really bothered by my belly or my weight, or like, I feel like I feel different, whatever. And I only had that moment with my parents at 13, where I was like, hello I'd like to lose weight now these are the reasons why and can I have your help and so I think then it's like that's also a different conversation what do you say do you say no you're fine do you say like tons of people are like oh, my child told me this what do I say I'm like oh that's it's tough like you need to know your child you need to and like my parents guided me to fucking diet culture. Still, I figured it out. You know what I mean? But they guided me to diet culture. That's what we had. Um, that's what we had access to. So I think that that's what my mom had access to. That's what she knew. Uh, same for you. I would say your mom also was a part of diet culture, just like, uh, you know, all of our moms. Um, but there's still room at the end, like you're not ruining your child because you're doing so. I think it's important to like realize that at one point, however, it is your child or your adult child to figure shit out if they want to change their life and you didn't like fuck them up forever. Though. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so it's like, you do your best. Um, you have the proper conversations and reactions. However, just like Alicia said, I think that let's say your child comes to you and is like, um, I feel this way in my body. Like whether it's in regards to like, maybe they're homosexual and they're telling you, like, I feel this, this way about boys and girls. Would you be like, no, you're, you're fine. Like, no, that's not how you feel. Like, no, you'd be listening. So same for weight loss. I do believe, however, that it starts with the parent. If the parent is uncomfortable talking about weight loss or their bodies, because they're not comfortable in their own skin and their own life and weight, that's going to be a hard conversation to have with your kids. So I think at the end of the day, must they work with you like you. And so many people don't have the tools or knowledge still to help their children facilitate a healthy relationship with food and weight loss in a, way that is not, in a way that is not dieting. 
you know, like, so like if someone like so many people would be like, okay, right. You want to say, right, we're right. Hey, we're cutting out all the junk. That's like immediately, you know, and we all know that's not going to work, especially as a kid, like talk about, we need to meet them where they're at. Like we, if your child wants to lose weight, please don't put them on a diet, but Mm. please also do not ignore that they want to lose weight. Yeah. Like there's, there's an other option. Yes. And maybe if you're listening to this and you're like, I don't have the answers, like maybe you haven't been a part of your weight loss. So you haven't really worked on your own food freedom, relationship with food, calorie, even understand calorie deficit or how to, how is it possible to lose weight without being on a diet? Some people do not know what no. the steps are. They don't know what the steps are. They literally yeah. are. We're going to cut out junk. Just like you yeah. said, That's a great example. And so if you're like listening to this and you're like, I listen to these girls, I listen to content, but I don't know if I am really living that type of approach to, to food, weight, whatever. Um, please know that like, it's okay to say you're the child. Thank you so much for coming to me to say that. Let me look into how I can help you make sure we do this right. Make sure we, we, um, you know, that we feel like it's something that you want to do and just like let time almost passed so that it's like, can you explain to me why you want to lose weight? Is there anything that happened? Is there anything that was said? Because someone just asked me actually in my DMs was like, was there a negative comment? Was there a like click? You're like, that's it. I want to lose weight. And I was like, there really wasn't like, I cannot, I mean, have I had things said to me? Of course. Now I do. I want to say like, for sure, kids make fun of me, all that. But for more, when I think of me saying to my mom, like, I want to lose weight. It, it came down to like, I feel like shit. Like I do not like where I'm at and I want things in life that I feel like this body is just not the right one for me. Like it was really, maybe it's a mature thing. I don't know, but for me, Steph, but I'm also like, I, yes, of course the boys made fun of me and there were things that were said. My brother as well, like, uh, you know, my brother, clearly there were comments. He was four years older than me. He's 17 and I'm 13. So you can just imagine like, the comments of like, yeah, well, with Josie, I still remember that. And I let la- like I laughed at that time. Was it hurtful? Yes. But can I say like I needed to heal and there was trauma? No, almost. Like it's like I was very aware. Was but- your brother overweight as a child? Not as much. It just started a little later. Okay. It started a little later. But he's never been like overweight to the point where I was overweight. Like there was never obesity involved, but he was definitely chubby. Um so we were at the restaurant and he like finished his supper and we were like the whole family and every like whole family, extended family, cousins, aunts, whatever. Right. Pizza delight. I'll always remember it. And, uh, someone made a comment like, my God, like you guys eat fast. He's like, what Joe's in the house, you got to eat fast or you don't eat. And I remember everyone laughed. I remember I laughed. Um, I still remember the comment. So clearly there's something about that one thing that he said, there's a few things that I'm like, I remember that. I remember that. Um, did it change my path to wanting to lose weight? I think it was like 80% me, 20% like the awareness around it, but I'm someone that's like, I'm okay with talking about the things like, I'm okay with talking about the things that was, that was rude. But at the same time, ah, he said what he said, like, I don't know. I not that I don't take it personally, but I take it personally because I'm like, I see it, but it's just like an accumulation. I think it's it's just an accumulation of like feelings and comments for sure, but also how I feel about my body, you know? And also like not being a victim, being like, I I want this. I think I can really 
this is not who I want to be. And like, there's a big part of that. That was a part of my story as well. I really love the the message, the like underlying message here that I feel like, guys, if your kids come to you and mm-hmm. they want change, like Jose said, if they came to you and were talking about their sexuality, or if they came to you and they were like, mom, I'm really struggling in school. I, I feel like I can't read as well as the others. You wouldn't be like, you're fine. It's going to be fine. Like, please take the time to acknowledge and don't feel like you need to fix everything. It's not going to be fixed. There's no such thing as fixing, but could we like change the trajectory a little bit? Can we work on the path? Can we have meaningful conversations? Can we equip our children with the knowledge and the tools and the resources for them to be successful? Yes. Yes. One million percent. I think we could all do better. We could all do better as parents. Like, you know, there's always like, oh, I could have said that. That could have been different. But like you said, what you said, like we can't, we cannot live this way. There's not one parent that says always saying the perfect thing at the perfect time to the perfect child. We don't know. We don't, we don't know what we're doing and the effects it has. We just know what we know in the moment, doing our best and what feels right. And, um, we just want to have, like you said, I think the only thing that we're really in control of is safe space just safe space, you know, of having the conversations and then kind of going through it. But if, if weight and weight gain and weight management and calorie deficit and food is not a safe space inside your own heart and inside your own mind, it's not something that you, you always push it away. You always never bad. That's what you're going to do when your child brings it up, you know? So that's your trauma coming up. If your child talks about food, talks about weight loss, talks about their weight, talks about their bodies, and you're feeling all icky inside, that is on you. That is, you know, that's something that you're like, oh, I've, I have something to deal with here. And you're right. You do have something to deal with and you deserve to deal with that. And I think that is the best way to be equipped for dealing with your child's emotions. If you can't deal with your own emotions in regards to food and weight gain and weight loss, it's going to be really hard to, to be able to provide the proper perspective to your child. And at the end of the day, the one conversation with the pediatrician is not, I'm sorry, nothing. Like yeah. even when I go back to, you know, Alfie as diagnosis with dyslexia, like that moment where I'm having that conversation with that psychologist and she gives me a piece of paper that says like, Hey, your kid has dyslexia literally means nothing. Now I need to go into our life and I need to create a system and resources and, and habits to support that. That's what I needed to and do. And to support Alfie. Exactly. Alfie is different than an, another kid with dyslexia that you're going to support differently. So, so true. So, so true. Yeah. So you're like, okay, Alfie has that, but Alfie is also um, very calm, very this, very that. You know what I mean? Like, so, okay, how can I support him? Don't want to make him feel overwhelmed. Whereas another kid might be able to handle more, you know? So it's like so important. Just a di- diagnosis doesn't mean, oh, this is the route at all, because there's a person, there's a human behind that diagnosis. Um, so that's why it's so important to not be blinded by the diagnosis, but behaviors and what fits right their way. Yeah. It's, it's a thing. It's, it's a real it's a thing. thing. It's a real it's a thing. Real thing. <laughs> okay. This was a great conversation at the end of the okay. day, no judgment on any piece. Like, hey, 
and I always see that the value in adjusting, the value in the next choice, the value in the next conversation, the value in apologizing, um, open conversations. I think that that's how we change the trajectory. There's not one thing you said to your kid and you ruined him for life. Just FYI, everyone. Okay. Um, so like, look at the one thing my brother said, it's not that like, you know, like there's nothing, it, do, it didn't change anything. So I think that it's like the accumulation and it's the openness to, to everything and just multiple choices over and over when the message is being sent over and over that creates more of a more damage I guess just like anything else hit the same thing over and over hit the same thing over and over there's more damage than if you hit it once so exactly and our dms are always open guys so if you want to unpack more of this you know chat with us about this send yeah. us a message all right have a great day everyone bye bye